Today's episode is brought to you from the Russell Hotel. This hotel is a historic East Nashville church transformed into a -a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of your stay to local organizations who provide a safe haven for those in need in the Nashville community. Visit russellnashville.com to book your experience today. That's russellnashville.com. R-U-S-S-E-L-L nashville.com. That was impressive. Thank you. (laughs) Guys, she just did that from memory. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm flattered. Thanks, Riley. All right, cue the music. everybody welcome back to you're not the worst podcast hosted by riley nelson and avery blessing so ladies and gentlemen today is a very special episode this episode is our 10th episode so exciting we've been doing this for 10 weeks now (laughs) i mean it was it was a long time in the making so it's technically more but there's 10 episodes out and we release once a week so this is our 10th episode and that's a big deal for us yeah i'm actually very proud we've stuck to it for 10 whole weeks and hopefully many many more to come yeah we appreciate you guys listening to us we appreciate our international friends too shout out ireland turkey spain france jamaica that's not that's not international is it jamaica is international okay jamaica uh uh oh vancouver that's all i can think of but yeah don't we have um ontario ireland no oh did i say ireland i don't know i don't know we have some foreign (laughs) listeners and we are very wait did you say belgium no belgium Belgium, that's our og (laughs) that's our og international we love you guys we see you like and share with your friends everybody tell everyone about this podcast because lord knows we need it we want some sponsors we want some advertisers and so to do that we need you to share share it on your socials tag us and we'll repost it or to just tell your friends do some word of mouth action you can share our youtube sexual (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I didn't even catch on to that. Um, You can also share our YouTube account and our videos because now we have that YouTube account up. Go look at our channel, subscribe, like, comment, share, whatever you have to do. Rate and review us on iTunes. So follow us on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, iHeartMedia. What else are we on? Uh, I think that's it for now. We'll be on Amazon soon. Yeah. Are we figuring that out? That'll be my goal for the week. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So look for look out for us on Amazon too. So we have talked about dating apps in the past and y'all know we love our dating apps, but there are quite a few of y'all that prefer to meet, you know, a significant other in person. And so now we're going to do a 180 from the apps to meeting in person. Yeah. I think this is a really good topic because I, this is something that I'm, like doing more of instead of just like dating app i'm really excited to talk about it and just like explore this whole area instead of like just online meeting yeah because before there was the internet you had to meet people in person (laughs) (laughs) because the internet is still a pretty new thing yeah and i feel like there's so many different like scenarios and scenes and whatever and examples that you can do when meeting in person so we're excited to go into that too yeah so avery how has your week been 
It's been good. I just got home from being. I just got Dallas. Back. Yes, I just got. <laughs> Sorry, I just got back from being in Dallas. Um, just hung out with my mom, got a lot of stuff done. It was really relaxing, and I needed it. And um, that's not what I want to talk about, though. I'm going to talk about how while I was in Dallas, a certain someone snap texted me, and this person I talked about in our serious relationships episode with Brooke. Um, so, okay, when he hit me up first, I told him like basically no, I don't want to hook up with him because he's associated with my ex, and I just don't want to do that. And then he texted me when I was home and he was like, so what's the difference between me being like friends with your ex then and like me being friends with your ex now? And I was like, look, like it's like shit just happened between me and him, you know, whatever. And like, I just don't want to be associated with him like at all. And he was like, okay, well, like I don't really hang out with him like that. Like I'm not that great friends with him. Like I don't even talk to him really and I don't really see him. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like I believe you. I just don't want to be associated Mm-hmm. you know like, like it's at like, all you know the trauma response in your brain kind of gets triggered whenever you see people that remind you of your ex and just certain things like that like people places smells yeah it's i think it's more like the places and smells things smells thing but like yeah like i'll like be friends with this guy and i'll be nice to him but i think it's just like the hooking up that's like a whole different level mm-hmm. you know that i just really don't want to get into yeah you don't need to like keep him in your life yeah i'm just like like yeah like i had fun with you like when you know we were like flirting back in january but like now it's just different and it's weird and it's a no for me all righty <laughs> i'm glad to hear it <laughs> yeah it was just interesting i was like what the fuck oh yeah he also was like well i mean like i can keep a secret like i don't have to tell anybody and ew, i was like ew that's so cringy it ew. sounds like kind of like it no. just sounds like gross yeah, I'm just like, that made me want to throw up, but... That made me want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, never mind, bye. You're like, I just vomited in my mouth a little bit, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, guys, I have been back on the streets. <laughs> she belonged to the streets. I'm on the streets. I've been on the streets in the sense that I am back on the dating apps, and I am back out there, and I've been hitting them hard, and... I don't know what kind of energy I've been putting out lately, but you know what? I'm not mad about it because I am attracting a lot of men lately. I can't explain it, but the other day I was at the car wash and the guy came up to me. And then at bars, guys have been asking me, or sorry, guys have been asking to buy me drinks. Normally I'm out here like hustling to get drinks and I don't even have to try anymore. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. And then I'm like talking to a few guys from the apps right now. And I went on a date with one of them. When did I go? Like a few days ago. And it was fine. We went to this bar, but then like a live band came on. So then we had to leave because we couldn't hear anything. Couldn't talk. Yeah. And it was like a first date. So it's like, it's not like a, let's go see a concert. Like, you know, like like you got to talk on a first date. That's the thing that I also kind of hate about Nashville. It's like a lot of the fun stuff to do is like live music here. You know, like every bar or every club has live music and you can't hear yourself think. No, but you know what I mean, though? Like, it's not good for first dates. It's actually not. Like, this is a problem I never thought I would have to face with Nashville. But whenever you go out and, like, you're trying to get to know someone on a first date, you have to talk. And if the music's too loud, you can't talk. And so it kind of, like, throws off the whole thing. So then we had to leave, and we went to another bar, and, like, things went really well. Afterwards, he asked me to, like, come up to his rooftop (gasps) at his apartment Oh my god, wait, I love that. Well, I was like, oh my god, am I about to get murdered? I think rooftops are so hot. 
Yeah, but I I was like, I'm gonna I'm about to get I'm about to get murdered. Riley, no, you're not. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going back to his apartment, that's for sure. So we got up to the rooftop and I was like, Oh yeah, he's gonna make a move. Did and he? I didn't know how I felt. Like I was like, Do I want him to? Do I not want him to? Like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know if I'm there yet. And um, thank God he didn't. So that kind of like worked out good. But we're going on a second date tonight. And so I need to like mentally prepare myself that he might try to kiss me. And I don't know. I like him, I think. I, I don't know. Unless like a first date goes horribly bad, I'll always go on a second date, you know? Mm-hmm. But he did listen to the podcast. <gasps> um, he did? Yeah, what he did. episode? Um... I think Instagram, the ultimate dating. I'm not sure. I think you said something about Instagram, the ultimate dating app. What do you say? <laughs> I like, he was just like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so entertaining. And I was just oh like, oh my God, I would freak out. Cause I'm pretty sure I was talking about the other guy on <gasps> yeah. those. Do you think? Pittsburgh? Yeah. I think I was talking about Pittsburgh. Yeah. You, yeah, you were because you're talking about how stock people stalk your Instagram. And they like slide up on everything, and we were, you were talking about him. Uh, yeah, that's the thing that sucks about being in the public eye is uh, guys I'm, I'm dating so get to know everything about me. Being in the public eye, <laughs> you know what? I do this to myself, but um, I don't know. He hasn't said anything about it. I don't know. I don't know if I want him to keep listening because I don't really want him to hear all this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's more, like, private between us, but then again, it's on platforms. I know. <laughs> like, it's weird because when I talk on here, I feel like I'm talking to my friends and, right. like, I'm talking to you. Yeah. And I forget, like, the rest of the world can listen. And I don't really care about, like, other people, but, like, with guys I'm dating, I'm like, ooh, you know, like, you don't need to hear this yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, how I would talk to my friends and, like, it's not necessarily... Well, I guess good you for wanna, you to listen. Yeah, I guess like you don't want to like to like whoever guy like or to a guy that you're seeing. I don't. I guess you don't really want to be like don't listen to it, please, because they're gonna be like why? Well, and then they're like go secretly listen, to, listen it. to it. Yeah, they're like gonna be like okay, if she doesn't want me to listen, then obviously I'm gonna go listen. Yeah, you I know? try. I try to be like nonchalant about it in the sense that I try to like not make it a big deal. I mean, obviously the podcast isn't a big deal, but. I just don't like knowing that they ha can listen to everything and mm -hmm. know a lot more about me than like I get to know about them. Yeah. Because whatever I learn from them is stuff that they have to tell me versus what they learn about me can be from the podcast. Yeah. I'm going on the date today. He's going to pick me up. I might get murdered. So just let me know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm always so <laughs> weird about getting in cars with guys because I'm like, you could just drive off. You know what I mean? I'm like, you could just leave and I'd be stuck in the car and like, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's stupid, but it's always like a weird fear. I listen to so much true crime where I'm like, you everything just... I do, I'm like, I'm going to get murdered. Yeah. Your mind goes crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'll keep all updated on how the date goes and we'll see. I wish I could like, oh my God, I really want to dress up as one of those guys like doing TikTok and they like sneak out and like go on your date but like sit in like a different booth or whatever and they like watch you i really would love to do that oh my god if y'all did that like uh, -uh. i would be so uncomfortable like no i just don't think i would tell you i would see you avery yeah i wouldn't be that yeah i'd, I'd be hard to miss <laughs>
It'd be like a woman dressed like a man, and I'd be like, okay, there's Avery. I feel like I'm so like feminine with some of my mannerisms, so you could like totally tell that it's me. You yeah, I could totally see like you and some of our other friends doing that, and I would die. Because I wouldn't be able to act normal around him because yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God, my friends are watching. Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah. All right, you guys. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to meet people in person instead of just on a dating app or through social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Basically, just in person. Sorry, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You just, like, shut down. <laughs> You just got so awkward. I'm sorry. Like, I don't okay? know what's going on with me. You go, mm, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <sighs> yes. Yeah, so as Avery said, we want to talk about meeting people in person rather than just through the apps. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about like how to conquer your fears when meeting people in person, what to say, what not to say, some ways that you can present yourself to other people in public, whatever, and signs that maybe they're like flirting with you, signs that maybe not flirting with you, and yeah, just basically all of those topics and categories. We're gonna kick it off with some places that you have potential to meet a potential significant other. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll run with that. So like one of the first ways is to Google free events in your city. So I think this, I think is like, when you go to something like this, there are going to be a lot of people there, especially if it's, like, free, you know? And I think it'll be, like, a great way to not only meet someone that you might potentially like, but other friends, too. Mm-hmm. One, one thing I can think of specifically with that example is if you have an Outdoor Voices in your city, Outdoor Voices is, like, a sporting, I guess it's, like, sport clothes, like, kind of like a Lululemon vibe, but... They do free events in cities that they have locations in. So, for example, there's a location in Nashville, and me and my friend actually signed up to, like, go to them because you can do, like, free workout classes. And, oh. yeah, so me and my friend signed up to go to one, and it was like a it was like a build-your-own-bouquet kind of thing. That's cool. And so, like, yeah, you would go and, like, build a bouquet, but then COVID hit, and that got canceled. Oh. But we were going to go. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, something like that. Also, it's, like, a good way to meet friends, too, if anything. Yeah. I think it's also, like, good because there's, like, plenty of people around. And, like, I think it's a good, like, if there's, like, any, like, awkward silence with anybody you meet, you can, like, easily find excuses to, like, leave that conversation. Yeah. Also, you know? <laughs> also too, like, you know a lot of cities and a lot of, like, workout places will do, like, outdoor workouts in, in like, major parts of a city. Mm-hmm. So, like... I've seen they've done them, like, on Broadway or at the amphitheater before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, like, you could find something like that, and it's a workout, and it's free, and <laughs> you can meet a hot, ripped guy. Oh, wait, facts. Or girl. Yeah. Um, the next one is strike up a conversation at the airport. Actually, I think this is... A really good one. Yeah. I attempted this one time. There was a really, yeah, there was a really hot guy sitting across from me. We were like sitting at the gate and he was sitting across from me and I just kept making eyes at him. (laughs) He never came over, but I tried. Really? Okay. There's, I feel like there's always that little thing where it's like when you see like a hot guy at your gate and like you like really hope they're going to sit next to you on that plane. Yes. You know. Oh my God. I've done that so many times, especially with Southwest. I'm like, "Mm?" (laughs) yeah, me too. Like it happened to me when I went home. This guy like, which like was so hot. And like, 
I was standing at the counter to upgrade my boarding pass, and he was, like, right behind me, and he was, like, doing the same thing, and um, so then I knew that we were going to be, you know, like, in line close together because we were mm-hmm. going to be in the A group, <laughs> and then, and A then, team. yeah, and then, um, yeah, he didn't sit next to me, but. Okay. Well, that's the other thing, too. If you see a hot guy on an airplane and it's like a Southwest situation where you can just like sit wherever. Yeah. Try to sit next to them. Yeah. Because then you could like spark up a conversation. So the next one is go to a sporting event with friends. I think this one is. I don't know. I don't really go to sporting events. I mean, like I have in the past, you know, for sure. Okay, actually, mm, okay, I will say that. Oh, I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I will say that the hockey team. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Wait, what did you think that was? I thought you were going to talk about the baseball. Because remember you went with um, Demarius? Oh, yeah. We I need to talk about that. Okay, so I went to this, like, it's not like our, like, Nashville baseball team, but it's like. It's not like MLB. I think it's minor league. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. And we went, oh, my God. Like, there were so many people our age and our age group that were there, like, girls and guys. And there was, like, games and stuff on the side of the field where, like, you could play and, like, hang out, drink, whatever. And there was, like, a bar. And I was like, this seems so fun and perfect for, like, a date night. It was yeah. so fun and so cool. And, like, everyone was, like, it was loud and there were so many people and everyone was, like, having fun. So, yeah, okay, maybe that's a really good idea. But also, um, I will say that our hockey team here, I think hockey guys are so hot. When I found, like, when I went to that game one time freshman year um, for the National Predators with my roommate, it was crazy how many <laughs> hot guys there were, like, in the audience and on the team. <laughs> well, you can also, like, spark up a conversation with someone of you like because you both have a mutual interest in that team right so you could like bring up that or like you know something like that the next one okay this one i feel like i feel like it's the same thing where it's like you can find similar interest but i feel like people that do this are kind of boring maybe that's just me it's a certain kind of person yes (laughs) and if y'all match up on that then like you're compatible sorry you're not boring yeah (laughs) you're just yeah you're just a different type of person I'll cut that one out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, read it though. It's funny. We already we already like went, we already went too far in it. Okay. Best case scenario, you chatted up with someone new and artsy. Worst case scenario, you still have a day's worth of Instagram stories that make you look super cultured. Oh, and actually, looking at the art is cool too. <laughs> you never said visit an art museum. You just read the description. Oh shit! Visit an art museum. <laughs> sorry that's okay i was just like there's gonna be a lot of funny bloopers in this one i can tell yeah we've like had some funny moments already yeah okay next one is ask your friends or co-workers to set you up i think we kind of talked about this in the previous episode but if you have like a guy friend that you really admire then ask him to set you up with one of his friends because like their friends are like going to be similar to them you know Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people that have gotten married from like setup situations and stuff. Yeah, just because like there's accountability because you can't be a shitty person because you're accountable to someone and like a mutual friend. Yeah, I seriously think that like my last two relationships have been through a mutual friend, mm-hmm. and like one of them went totally you know terrible, but like the other one went so well and was the best relationship I've ever had. And I think your friends like. Did you already say this? Your friends, like, know you and, like, know what you like and know what you look for? I haven't said that. Oh, okay. Say it again. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Um, So, like, I think also, like, your friends, like, really know you and they know what you like and know, like, you can tell them, like, what you look for in a person, you know? And I think it'll be, like, an easier process of 
finding someone that you might like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just ask out your crush this one is super like simple and just like bold and blunt but yeah i think it's one of those things where you have to just like go after what you want if you like someone ask them out on a date you can go back to our dating apps episode or our instagram episode to see what they what you should say when asking that on a date but i think this one I think anybody is going to appreciate someone coming up to them and be like, I want to take you on a date. I mean, even if like you're a woman walking up, I mean, if you're a man walking up to a woman, that's okay. I think a woman walking up to a man being like, I want to take you on a date is a little too aggressive. Maybe like play it cool and be like, (laughs) hey, you want to go grab drinks? Yeah. Or like, oh, what are you doing after this? Let's go get a drink. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like the exact words of like, let's go out on a date. But yeah. Also, too, if you have, like, a mutual thing, like, for me, I always use music. If I thought there was, like, a cute, like, guitar player or whatever, then I would just, Mm -hmm. like, hit him up and be like, hey, I need a a accompanist. Do you want to come play with me? And then that would be, like, (laughs) that sounded sexual. (laughs) And then that would be my, my, like, intro. You know what I mean? That was your foreplay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come play with me. Come accompany me. Yeah, okay, so this one is to see a comedy show. I think this one's really good. I think if you go to a comedy show, it breaks the ice, breaks the barrier, and it makes it a lot more comfortable, and you can see someone's, like, sense of humor, you know? And yeah. I always think that it's, like, a lighthearted vibe. Yeah. Also, too, like, if you're at a comedy show and, like, you see a cute guy or a girl, chances are, like, one, you'll have the same humor, and also they're going to be really cool because they're at a comedy show. Yeah. I love people <laughs> who are into comedy. Me, too. I mean, it wasn't like a dating situation, but I went to the Girls Gotta Eat live show when they were here in Nashville, and I had to go by myself because no one got tickets with me, and I wasn't about to not go because no one would go with me. I was like, I'm better than that. I'm more confident than that. Like, <laughs> I can do this by myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I went to the show, and within like the first 10 minutes, I made four friends. Oh, you did? Yeah, just people that were sitting around me. And, like, yeah. um, two of the girls were together, and then the other girl that I met had driven from Knoxville by herself to see the show. Wow. So, like, it wasn't a dating situation because that was a very, they have a very female audience, so it wasn't exactly dating, but it definitely was good in the sense of, like, I made friends and I met people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think it's a great way to meet people, too. Okay, the next one we have is hang out at a dog park. I have seen... <laughs> some of the hottest men I've ever seen in my life at dog parks. Yeah, I think anyone that takes their dog to a park is like going the extra mile. Also, it's so me. easy to make conversation with without it being like weird or unnatural. Whenever you're at a dog park, like one, you're both into dogs. And I think that's very telling of a person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just love dogs so much. But you can always just, like, walk up and be like, oh, which dog's yours? And then they'll, like, point them out and be like, oh, my God, they're so cute. And then, like, it's so easy to spark a conversation without it being weird. Weird. Yeah. Or forced. Yes. And, like, it doesn't even have to come across like you're hitting on them. Yeah. That's true. I think a dog park is a great one. And if you don't have a dog, borrow a friend's dog. (laughs) Just just get your friend and (laughs) ask for their dog and take their dog to the dog park. They'll love you for it. Like, Also, then you get time with the dog. Like, what's better than that? Yeah. Okay. So this one is go to an event one of your Facebook friends is hosting that you typically wouldn't show up to. I think the key phrase here is 
typically you wouldn't show up to this event. So like go to something that you are definitely going to get out of your comfort zone maybe and like meet some new people and spark up some new conversation. And I don't know, maybe, you know, opposites attract. Maybe you'll find someone that has interest in you or interests like that are different than yours, but you might find that you really like them. Yeah. And the next one is at a concert, like in line for a concert or a movie. That one I think is a good one because once again, it's just like you have similar interests and not to mention too, if it's like a quick interaction and like y'all have that in common and you're not like sitting next to each other, just ask for their Instagram and then like they'll probably slide in. Yeah. Okay, so this next one is send a cute guy at the bar or the restaurant a drink or a plate of fries. That's really specific, but I feel like this, I think, is kind of cute. You know, we're like, let's, like, obviously, you know, you're a girl. You've probably gotten someone, like, the waiter come and tell you, like, oh, this is um from this guy over there. He paid you or he paid for this drink for you or whatever. Like, you think that's really cute, right? Like, I'm always flattered when I get that. Unless they're creepy. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, like. It's not creepy if you're hot. I think this is like a subtle way of being like, hey, I think you're cute or like, hey, you know, having attraction towards them. And it gives them a chance to come up and say thank you and spark a conversation. Also, yeah. no one is going to be mad about free French fries. Yeah. Come on. Like I would love, I would so much rather someone send me French fries than a drink. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one that we have for you today is... Get one or two of your friends to be your wing woman for the night or wing man for the night. And so then they're the ones that are going out and like finding guys for you. Yeah, I think that's really good, too. I think like, I don't know, maybe they can like go and like check out that guy that you think is cute. And they're like going to interview him a little bit and then like mm -hmm. tell you and be like, yeah, he's a no go or like, yeah, he's cute. Go talk to him. Yeah. And like also too, once again, like your friends know what's best for you. And they're not going to pick ugly guys. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do. Yeah, get new friends. <laughs> Join a small group if you're religious. Yes. So I was at, every time I go to church, I see the hottest guys. I'm not kidding. Every time. The hottest men I've ever seen in my life. Always at church. <gasps> but the only issue with that is they always have girlfriends. But... um they're hot and they're not always going to be in a relationship. Maybe they'll break up <laughs> and then you can yeah. slide in. That's interesting, bro. Every time I go to cross point and I sit there and I watch all the men walk by and I'm just like, you're like your mouth is open jaw on the floor. So yeah. I'm like, how do I get to meet these men? Join a small group. <laughs> I will better my spirituality and I will better my dating life. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. That's also a really good one. Is that kind of like fucked up that I'm like, join a small group to meet men? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine. Like, <laughs> it's like, do what you want to do. Don't have any shame about it. Also, too, I mean, not always, but like, they're probably a good person if they're at church. That's, not always. Yeah, that's not what I was going to say. Yeah. But, but, you know, they have interest in church. So there you go. Shared interest. It's really just finding a like common ground yeah <laughs> i don't know why i just got an impulse like bite the mic i don't know i get weird impulses sometimes oh my god what if you like what, what are like that that cactus video where they're like they're like this the cactus and they're like like giving like a hand job basically oh my god what that just popped in my head um okay wait why would you want to touch a cactus no it's on tiktok 
Maybe it's not like cactus, but it's, it's a I plant. was going to say, that would not be, that would be very painful. You're going to have the thorns <laughs> in your hand. I don't know what it was, what but was it was <laughs> something. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about conquering your fears when meeting these people in public. Yes. So I think what's important here is to sit and think, what is the worst that's going to happen if I talk to this stranger that I find attractive? Yeah. What is the worst that's going to happen? Um, maybe you'll make a quick exchange and that's it. I think it's hard for people like that are like not as confident, but like, I know that guys love when girls have confidence, mm -hmm. you know, it's also about like opening yourself up and not looking closed off. Like you need to look yeah. approachable. Like don't cross your arms. Like don't have like weird body movement. Your phone. Don't be like on your phone as a distraction. Yeah. I think if anything, you can like walk up with like a drink, set it down on the bar, wherever you are, and then just have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, I've walked up to guys and just been like, hey, what's up? And then they're like taken aback for a second. <laughs> and they're like, hey, like, you know, like. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's easy. I think it's also like you were the one that like came to talk to them. So I think you have to be the one to like keep the conversation going and like initiating it because like you were the one that came up to them you know mm -hmm. so like don't just say hey what's up and then like not really say anything after yeah and also too if you walk up and they're not giving you the response that you want and it's a little bit awkward mm -hmm. then you can just be like oh, okay well i'm gonna head out like i'll see you around yeah and then walk away yeah and then move on it's really not that big of a deal i think it's like most people's fear of rejection you know mm -hmm. that they're gonna yeah. get like publicly humiliated and that just doesn't happen. Like it's all in your head. No one's like, oh my God, this person just came up and talked. No. Like it's always flattering whenever someone like takes interest in you. Yeah, it is. I think also we need to reframe the way that we look at rejection. Like whenever we think of rejection, we're thinking of all the things that could go wrong mm -hmm. and all the things that are scary. And like, we make up all these scenarios in our head of like, what if they embarrass me? Or what if this is a shot to my ego? But like, we need to reframe it in the sense that we need to think about all the things that could go right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if you like are in that negative mindset, it comes off and like people can tell, like you have that fear. And I think people can tell when you have that, they can like sense it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's better if you walk up with like a positive mind and you're open to it and you're confident. I think there's no way it can go bad unless you just don't like that person or it's like awkward, you know? Yeah. And like the worst thing that's going to happen is they're not going to show interest. They're not going to blatantly laugh in your face. They're not going to do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And every no is one step closer to a yes, you know? Yeah. So like, just, yeah. if we think, sorry. That's okay, go. If, <laughs> if we think about it in the sense of like, think about it like with a career. If someone told you that you were gonna have 20 no's before you get a yes and you're gonna become successful, every single no that you get, you're gonna be so excited because you're one step closer to a yes. Yeah. And that's how it is in real life. Yeah, that's really true. I feel like it's like, Whenever you like, okay, like they're like, they say like, they're saying no for a purpose. Like that purpose is like, obviously like, they're not the person for you, you know, mm -hmm. like there's going to be that other person, like just around the corner that is for you. So don't like waste your time, like reveling in like this situation that might've gone awkwardly or like bad or weird and be like, oh my God, like, what did I do wrong? What happened? What's wrong with me? Like, no, you know, don't think about it like that. So like, there's things that you can say and like, you can like use to your advantage of like whatever situation you're in. So like, I kind of want to give like a few examples of that. Like 
obviously you can always just say hey but yeah like you know there's other ways to find excuses to talk to people so say you're in line at like a coffee shop and there's like pastries or whatever Mm -hmm. you can always just look at them even if it's a lie they're not gonna know and just say hey i've never been here before what's good yeah ask some questions about it and then it's not a weird it's not a weird situation to where they're like like what you know like they're gonna be mm-hmm. like oh this is what i like and then you could like do a little flirty thing and like okay i'm gonna get it but like if i don't like it that's on you and like mm-hmm. i'm gonna blame you and you know yeah that can also like be like with the waiter or like the cashier like you can be like so, like what do you recommend if like a first timer mm-hmm. yeah you know <laughs> like you know just like well make if you that find them attractive it's really just like trying to make an opening for someone that you find attractive right yeah that's what i mean yeah okay the next thing is to like make them or ask them to watch your stuff let's say you're at the airport and you have to go get like a drink or something and you want to leave your bag at your seat or whatever and you can just be like hey like do you want to watch my stuff like will i go do this really fast and then they'll be like yeah sure and you can like come back and be like thanks like for watching my stuff whatever and then make conversation from there yeah i also think of like with that example i think of i live at coffee shops and i do so much work at coffee shops but every time like if I need to go to the bathroom and I'm like by myself, I don't want to have to pack up all my stuff and then risk losing my table and like my spot. So you can always find like a attractive person around you and be like, Hey, would you mind watching my computer for just like two minutes while I run to the bathroom? Yeah. And then they're going to be like, yeah, of course. If you get your stuff stolen though, don't come for us. (laughs) Yeah. Not our fault. (laughs) Odds are they probably won't. No, I don't think so. But that's that's something I've done. Like if I've found a guy attractive and then like once you get back, then that opens the door for them to do like witty banter and being like, oh, like I had to fight a few people off. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually kind of cute. Oh, sorry. I just hit the mic. Yeah. I think there's just like ways where like that can happen and it can like work good. Mm -hmm. But if your stuff gets stolen, that's on you. (laughs) (laughs) Proceed with caution. Everyone likes to receive compliments and they like to know that other people notice things that they're trying. So like if you see a guy with like really nice shoes or like mm-hmm. and like I think men it's like easy to do the shoes, but like if you know the brand or like you know like the thing, you'd be like, Oh my god, are those a Nike Air Force Jades? Like you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or like you could point out specific things where it's just like, Oh my god, I really like this. And then, like, just leave. You or know like, what I mean? Like, or, like, their car. Like, oh, my God, like, I love your car. Like, I know a lot about that car. Like, for me, it's, like, Tesla. Like, my mom has one. And I, um, after she got that, I became obsessed with them. And I, like, researched them and whatever. And whenever I see one, I'm, like, oh, my God, like, love your car. It's a great car. Like, you can, like, bond over that, you know? Or, like, just anything that you guys have in common. Yeah. And, like, everyone loves a compliment. You don't need to come out and be, like, oh, my God, I think you're so hot. Because that's creepy. But, yeah you know like you can always just do like a very subtle but very specific compliment that will just make them feel good about themselves and then you can just like move on and then they'll probably think about it for the rest of their lives wait i just thought i I just kind of flexed on that i don't like how i talked about the tesla that was weird (laughs) (laughs) i think i was like i did not try to come off as me like flexing like no i'm just doing an example sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) never mind never mind okay to like move on for like specific ways when you're trying to meet somebody in person and like you know trying to talk to them think they're attractive one of the first ways to like help you guys out with this is that you need to look approachable so step away from your friends stay off your phone 
just like have your drink in hand be looking around talking to people maybe and just like having a good time and staying in the present moment don't have a bitch face on try to catch your resting bitch face and like (laughs) Have like a soft smile, like look like you're enjoying your time and like Mm -hmm. you look like a friendly person. Right. Also, too, you should always try to like appear confident, even if you're so insecure. Just like sit up and sit with your shoulders straight and like command the room that you walk in. And trust me, men and women will notice that. Like if you see a hot person walk in, they're confident, not cocky, but confident. Yeah. You're like, oh. Hello. Yeah, I know. No, I I believe that so much. Like, it's really true. I've seen it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it makes a difference when you walk in like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, maybe, like, you're tired or you're, you know, mad about something. And, like, people can tell, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Also, too, if, like, you're at a bar and you're with a bunch of friends, just, like, step away from them mm-hmm. and, like, go up to the bar by yourself to get a drink. And then if someone has their eye on you, like, they'll use that as their opportunity to come, like, talk to you. Because if you're, like, constantly with your friends, imagine trying to walk up to a group of people and be like, hey, I think you're attracted. You know, like, that is so intimidating to try Mm -hmm. to hit on someone while other people are watching. Yeah. So if you just make yourself, like, more available and, like, do a lap or like walk up to the bar by yourself. Then like it gives the opportunity for people to come up to you. Yeah. Oh my God. I do this all the time. I will like walk up to a guy like wherever and he's like has friends around him and I always walk up at the worst times. Sorry. I always <laughs> walk up at the worst the worst times. Time. The worst fucking times because he'll be ta- he'll be like in the middle of a conversation and I think he's done talking but then like they'll start another another conversation and I have to have to like, you know, kind of maybe like, you know, walk away a little bit mm-hmm. or cuz I don't want to I always fucking stand there and I'm like like with my drink and I'm like like you like waiting for them to finish and yeah. it's so awkward. I do it all the time. It's also, terrible. Too, I think that you attract, like, if if a guy can walk up to a group of women and hit on them, that is not the right kind of guy. Like, if you separate yourself, like, if, if there's a guy that is able to approach a group of women and, like, kind of, like, wow them, that's not the right kind of guy. Like, that's a fuckboy. Oh, mm-hmm. You, like, you know? He, like, wants everyone's approval. Not even that. It's just, like... What do you mean? That, that like, overconfident kind of, oh, like, vibe. Cocky. Yes. Okay, okay. And, yeah. like, you know, they might seem fun and stuff in the moment, but, like, that's not someone that you're going to date, you know? He's, like, too big for his britches. Yes. And if you want, like, a nice guy, those are the ones that would, like, come up to you whenever you're by yourself. Yeah. Because a guy that can just walk up to a group of women and, like, hit on them that's a fuck boy and that's not someone that you want to date seriously mm-hmm. but if you like give the nice guys a chance like they're there and they just don't want to bother you right yeah you know because like men already get enough crap from women about you know dating and being creepy and so like nice guys don't try to hit on women anymore because it's like really intimidating yeah what was that one time that we were at the bar and it was an underground and it was like when we had like, the wigs on for that birthday party and those guys came up to us. Oh, yeah. What did they say? I'm trying to remember. This The guy came up to us and he was like, yo, this guy keeps following me. Like, I don't know why he's just... <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah, that was the weirdest and thing. And then he like, that was his opening. And like, he was just trying to like be funny. And then the friend walked up and then like, we were all talking as a group. 
But like the even last weekend, I did that thing where all my friends went up to the bar together to get a drink, and I just kind of like hung back and walked to the other side of the bar. Mm-hmm. Guy bought me a drink. Yeah, they all paid for it. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, that was just like interesting and underground with like those guys. He was like, "This guy won't stop following me," and I was like, "What?" I was honestly confused at first, but then I got I, it. No, I knew exactly what he was doing the whole time. I called him <laughs> out. Do you remember? No, what you say? I go, "Oh, that was just your excuse, to, like for both y'all to come talk to us, huh?" Oh, and he yeah. was like, "He was like, yeah, you caught us." <laughs> oh my, that was so funny. Now that you know ways that you can look approachable, now it's time to understand and recognize when someone is flirting with you because i think a lot of people are so oblivious to it sometimes that they don't even realize it i'm one of those people like i've had my friends get hit on and then they complain they're like guys never come up to me in the bars blah 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 (laughs) and i'm like i watched you get hit on last weekend and they're like what are you talking about and i'm like this guy came up and did this and they're like no he wasn't flirting i'm like yes he was yeah he was looking for his opportunity to come talk to you I mean, I don't really know. It's hard. Sometimes for me, it's just hard to tell because I don't know. Oh, I knew immediately with those guys. I knew immediately they were coming to flirt with us. I mean, yeah, that was like obvious, I think a little bit, but like other situations, I just don't like, I don't know. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just know that I'm oblivious and I sometimes just literally don't catch on. Yeah. It's, it's important to know the signs so that you can realize them in the moment because sometimes like you don't even realize you don't flirt back but you still find them attractive but Mm -hmm. like if i find someone attractive and i like notice they're flirting with me i'm like game on yeah you know that's that's what i think is the problem is like when a guy is coming up to me and i think he's attractive i totally know if he's flirting or not but if i don't find them attractive i don't catch on i think you just purposely block it to be able to be like he wasn't flirting like i didn't think he was flirting you know yeah maybe yeah. so like you don't have to like admit that like you just weren't attracted to him yeah okay yeah that makes sense so some of the signs that they could be flirting with you is they say anything like they just find an excuse to talk to you you know what i mean mm-hmm. like okay so for example they could be like hey do you know where the restroom is <laughs> yeah they could have asked anyone that yeah. i'm sure there's an employee that actually knows the answer to that they're just finding like a small little reason or excuse to talk to you I think, if anything, I know that they're flirting with me because, like, whenever they start off with, like, a witty comment. But what if they don't? What if they're just like, oh, what do you like here? I know. That's what I'm, like, that's what I'm oblivious. But that's not a witty comment. I know. That's what I'm oblivious. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. So, also, too, like, whenever they, like, could say anything, like, it doesn't have to be sexual. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, they can just find any random excuse to try to talk to you and, like, Especially if you're in public, usually if it's someone of the opposite sex, like that's them trying to like create an opening to like flirt with you. Oh, honestly, if I ever get approached in a bar and someone says something sexual, I'm like, okay, I got to go. That yeah. freaks me out. I don't like that. Yeah. I think also too, just way too early on in like a, not relationship, but like if you're like dating someone and like after the first date, they're like making all these like weird jokes then it kind of yeah. just like turns me off and I'm like, eh, I'm not really into it. Yeah. I don't, it's weird though, because it's like, if I know someone really well, like my guy friends or like our girlfriends, like it's, it, it's not weird whenever they make right. sexual jokes. I think it's, it's really just like how well you know me mm-hmm. because like on a first date, you don't know me really well yet. And it's just like kind of weird. Yeah. That's not a way to get someone's attention for sure. So if you catch them looking at you once, chances are 
They have already been looking multiple times. I agree with this one. Because, for example, one time I was at a party freshman year, and it was at this, I don't know, tiny house, like, five minutes from campus, and this guy, I swear, like, you know how, like, when you can feel someone, like, staring at you? Mm -hmm. That's what I felt. And, like, I, like, made eye contact with him, and then he immediately, like, looked away, and then I was like, okay. And then it happened, like, all throughout the rest of the night. We kept making eye contact, like, so much. Well, yeah, because he's, like, looking because he's interested. I think also people underestimate the power of eye contact i do too like it sounds so tacky but my friends always will ask me like how do i get guys to buy me drinks or how do i get guys to approach me in bars one i step away from the group for just like a little bit and then i just make eye contact Mm -hmm. and like i hold it for a little bit longer than like normal normal time you know like just to let them know like oh like i'm looking at you and i'm interested and then i'll do like a like nice little like not like a big smile but just like a little soft smile kind of moment yeah one thing i've noticed is like me like for me personally if i'm interested in a topic or a subject or you and we're talking about something that i'm interested in i will make eye contact with you for however long like serious eye contact and i'll be very engaged and you can tell but if i'm not interested or i'm kind of just like eh, whatever i will like look everywhere but your eyes yeah and you'll kind of like look around and stuff but like eye contact is such a great way to like get someone to approach you people really underestimate eye contact and if you want people to approach you literally just make eye contact i cannot recommend it enough it works for me i would say 99 percent of the time yeah me too i think it's also just like it puts me under a spell low-key like, if it's, like, a hot guy or someone you're interested in and there's yeah. a lot of eye contact, I know. Yes. I think the same thing because then I get in my head. I'm, like, they're staring into my eyes right now. Like, yeah. What are they thinking? Are they I'm, thinking? like, about to crumble, you know? I'm, like, I'm like <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one's kind of hot. Um, the subtle smile and no teeth. So, like, you see a guy at a bar and, like, they're walking by and they just feel, like, the subtle smile and not, like, they don't show teeth because, like, it's just so weird, but this goes back to, like, primal days, especially mm-hmm. with men. Yeah. But, like, whenever men smile with teeth, it's, like, vulnerable. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And vulnerability. And so, yeah, it's just, like, a quick little soft smile to let you know they're interested and, like, mm. I think a smirk is hot. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, really if you give hot. me a smirk, then for sure I'll come talk to you. Um, he finds excuses to walk past you. Oh, I will. Uh, I've been here, done this. You notice they've gone to the bathroom like three times in 20 minutes just to walk past you. Mm-hmm. Or like you're at the bar and like they're walking past or like they're making their way closer to you. You notice them at the other side of the bar whenever you get there and like as few like 15, 20 minutes go on, like you notice like they're kind of getting closer without being like so obvious and like creepy about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have personal experience with this kind of topic. It's very recent. It happened when I went home. So I'm just going to say a little bit about it. But when I went home, we went to a hotel because our new windows are being installed into our house. So we had to go get a hotel room for a few days. And so we were valeting our car at the hotel and I'm the one driving and I get out and the valet like directly looks me in the eye and is like, hey, like, are you guys new here? Are you returning? Whatever. And then like, I was like, Oh, like we're returning. And like, we were like grabbing our bags and grabbing items. And I was like grabbing my camera out of the front seat. And he's like, Oh, like what's the camera for? Like he was like very intrigued, you know, mm-hmm. and was like trying to ask me questions. And like, whenever I would go get the car, like by myself, he would 
make conversation be like oh like where are you going like what are you doing tonight like what are your plans tonight and like you know just like super conversational mm-hmm. and he's just trying to get his tip <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting him <laughs> well, well yeah and then no i came back one time and like from getting dinner and he was like he like remembered my name and he was like hey avery like i don't want this to like make you uncomfortable or anything but like I would love to, like, take you out for coffee or, yeah, and he's, like, here's my number, and he had it written down on a sticky note. Um, Kind of, but he had already, like, written his phone number down, like, when he handed it to me. Like, you know, like, you could just tell. He, like, pulled it out of his pocket. That's so sweet. (laughs) I know. So cute. And I was, like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'll text you tonight, you know, and, like, we can. text him? Yeah. Okay, good. I was, like, don't break his heart. No. (laughs) I'm, like, rooting for this valet guy. (laughs) He's, like, you're really pretty. And I was, like, thanks. And I was like, okay, I'll see you later. We didn't end up actually going out on a date just because I was in Colleyville now at that time, which is far away from where we were staying, mm-hmm. you know. But I still texted him and we still talked. So it was cute. That's sweet. Yeah, it was just a cute little. Nice little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like it just happens to me a lot at bars. Like, yeah. But that's not really like a relationship kind of guy. It's definitely more like a buy me a drink kind of situation i'm not even out here like thirsty for drinks anymore i'm just getting (laughs) offered them so i'm like okay fine let's work for me (laughs) i will take it thank you thank you yeah my personal experience is just like every weekend well damn that sounds conceited that wait that let me take that back (laughs) i'm not even like trying to flex i'm so attractive and i'm so beautiful and men like murder themselves for me that's just not the case (laughs) murder themselves for me (laughs) (laughs) that's just not the case but i do like open myself up to it more like a lot of our friends will stay within our friend group and never leave and then wonder why they don't get hit on yeah i think that's what i need to start doing just like do a lap like go to the bathroom by yourself step away yeah go get a drink by yourself usually if you go up by yourself to get a drink you're not gonna pay for it yeah you gotta linger a little bit. Don't just be like so beeline towards the bar, though. Oh my god, I feel like one of the go-to like ways from guys like when they're trying to talk to you is buying you a shot. Like, hey, like, I bought this round of shots. You want one? Yeah, I don't ever take that unless a bartender hands me a drink. I'm not taking anything from a man or a woman. Well, it usually happens when like I'm at the bar itself, and I yeah, can yeah, see, yeah. Like, and, like the, the bartender. bartender. Yeah, yeah. I've never had one where guys like come up to me and been like, "Here, take this shot." <laughs> Wasn't were you with me whenever we were? It was at Flamingos when the guy had extra shots and he gave them to us. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was cute. That was that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. So, school is around the corner. <sighs> moment of silence. Just take a moment for our deaths, <laughs> because school will be the end of us. Senior. We are seniors this year. Senior year, baby. I can't even, like, be happy about it. Like, I will be, you know, but right now I'm just, like, I can't physically be, like, yes, yeah, seniors. Like, Woo! you know. like Seniors. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do that right now. I mean, you know, like, I think I'm definitely excited for it. But right now I'm just, like, I don't want to be a senior. I know. Part of me is, like, I don't want to graduate. But then I'm having a meeting with my advisor tomorrow morning because... I only need eight credits to graduate and I'm just like, should I just bite the bullet and graduate in December? I don't know what other classes I would take. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'd be taking all electives. Also, it's like a lot of money for my parents. So it's it's like extra work that too. But also am I ready to like jump into like the career force? No, I'm terrified. 
I think just do what you like think is best for you. You know, like whatever mm-hmm. you feel comfortable with, just do it. You know. Yeah, we'll see. Once I talk to my advisor, I think I'll have like more clarity on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hang hang tight for that. I may or may not be um, graduating in December. We'll see. Do you have any goals for this year? I think for this year, I definitely want to work on the podcast and, you know, make it more successful and have fun with it. I think also I want more clarity on my career path. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I have a lot of things that I like and I have very, I have a lot of things like going on in my mind constantly and I'm always doing so many things at once. And so it's always been kind of hard for me to focus on just one thing. And so I think I want a bit more clarity on which one of those things I actually want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and like make a career. And like I have a good idea. I'm just like, I need to spend some more time like deciding. Yeah. I think one of my goals is, well, first of all, this is like a short-term goal. Find a fucking internship. Oh my God. Let me tell you, none of the major companies are taking interns. I'm not kidding. I've had meetings with people from Warner, from Sony, from Live Nation, from whatever else, like all these big major, big machine, all these major companies here in Nashville that like I want to intern for. And no one is even answering. And then I had an interview on Saturday and they never called me. Yeah. That's why I've been kind of shifting my focus to like remote internships that mm-hmm. are available because I know that a lot of the, you know, companies are getting scared because of the new Delta variant and all that stuff. And, you know, COVID rising again and it which fucking sucks and dumb and what I no, I hate this. Like it's COVID. So <laughs> I I COVID, you really need to Chill Please out. stop. Yeah. I would really like to enjoy concerts and school and uh, internships, jobs. Um, so you're taking that from me and I need you to chill. I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally talking to a, vac- a vaccine. <laughs> I'm literally talking to a pandemic right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just over it. Shit. Like, fuck off. I'm just like... <laughs> And like I, you know, I like that is something funny. And I was like, it's so kind of fucked up. I was like, honestly, COVID is a really big inconvenience for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. But like, it's kind of like fucked up because people are dying. So yeah. I think I also okay. I also um want to work on like making just as many connections as possible. Just like you know, like going to school in person. You know, like I think that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to. But I also want to like make connections like with my teachers or mm-hmm. with other people in my class. You know, and just also saying yes to everything this year. Not sitting back and staying home, but also saying yes to whatever comes my way. Yeah. You know? I think so too. And I think, I think I've done a pretty good job at it, but I want to do more networking within the music industry. Mm-hmm. So hopefully whenever I decide to graduate, who knows, I can try to like network my way into a job, you know? Right. Yeah. Like I found this fucking TikTok the other day and it was talking about how like, so there's so many unlisted jobs that are not on LinkedIn or not on Indeed or not on Glassdoor or any of those programs. And this a lot of people get their jobs through connections Mm -hmm. not because they find them online but because they know people who know people you know it's not what you know it's who you know exactly especially in the entertainment industry right it's yeah there's so many jobs that are unlisted and it's true like Mm -hmm. you know like you can search and scour through linkedin like however many times you want to 
but there's always going to be jobs that you will be able to get only through connections. Yeah. Like I think a lot of companies too will do internal postings for jobs. Mm -hmm. And I know that's how one of my friends got her job because her friend moved up and then the friend recommended her for the position that she was right. previously in. Yeah. It's so crazy. Always like ask your friends if you know people at companies that you're interested in, like do that. I also really want to get this podcast like known and I want the name out to people and um, I want to start being able to get sponsors and advertising and yeah. hopefully I really want to get signed on to like a podcast network so that you and I can do what we love, which is this right. and not have to like worry about editing and social media content and the website and graphic design and like, yeah. you know. Yeah, because it's like it's like doable, you know, but we want to put more of our time into like the topics of our episode or, you know, like getting feedback, getting more streams. That being said, please, 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 please oh, that was share. Good. Thanks. You're welcome. Please share. Please tell your friends, like post about us on social media. I'm so sorry that we sound redundant, but like we need it, guys. We really want to make this a career. And the only way for us to do that is with your help. Yeah, so share, like, comment, do whatever you have to do. Follow us, subscribe to us on any and every platform. Do not forget that we release episodes every Wednesday. And yes, shitty things. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, sounds like she's wrapping up, and we still got to do shitty things. I know, things. I forgot. Sorry. All um, right, guys, you know what time it is. It is time for shitty things of the week. Of the week, baby. Yeah. So yeah. my shitty thing this week like we've said, we really want y'all to write in so that we don't have to continue to do this. Um, but until you do that, we're going to have to keep telling our shitty things and we're going to keep having to embarrass ourselves publicly. So here we go. So, yeah. Okay. So for my shitty thing first, I went to help move in my friend, California, a while back. And during that time, I had not had my period for a long time and I was freaking out and I knew that I was fine, but you know, I'm just like paranoid. So I go take a pregnancy test and we're at his grandma's house and I'm like, oh, I found it in my bag. I found the test in my bag. I'm like, okay, I need to get those away. I don't need like it anymore. I know. I don't want it to die. I don't need it anymore. Well, as the so, camera dies, we still have the audio. So. Okay. That's true. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I don't need the test anymore. I can throw this one away. And I'm like, hey, could you go throw this away for me to my friend? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. He doesn't even try to hide it. Doesn't even like try to like, you you know make it like you know just hidden he it's so obvious it's just like in his hand and it's in the pink bright box you know and his grandma mm -hmm. walks by and he was like oh this like isn't mine this is hers i don't know what she has to do with this like throwing me under the bus you know well and also he's gay so of course it's not right his. <laughs> yeah and i was like what and so she like comes in and she's like smiling and laughing at me and i'm like i hear them you know outside like saying that stuff and she comes in and she's smiling and i was like um yeah like just you know had a little scare like hey grandma <laughs> i haven't even met her sorry before. i'm out like, here fucking i was like great first impression <laughs> great but yeah that's my shitty thing for the week thank you all right my shitty thing for this week so i think i talked about this i don't remember if i made it in the episode i really i'm just gonna like give a little rundown i was driving back from memphis i was on i-40 and my engine decided to stop working and my car just stopped accelerating while i was on the interstate long story short finally a tow truck comes takes my car to kia and come to find out that there is a recall currently going on on kenjin <laughs> Kenjin on Kia engines. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So there's a recall going on with Kia engines right now. If you drive a Kia, go get that shit checked out. So 
I take my car to Kia and they were completely incompetent. Avery can attest to this. <laughs> yeah. She was there. She came to pick me up. Just like your average hick billy hick town. Hick billy? Whatever it's called. Mayor of hick town. Those people. Yeah. So this place is kind of like in Hickville, but it was the closest Kia and my car was being towed. So, of course, I had to just get it to the closest one because I didn't want to pay a bunch of money. So I leave it at this Kia dealership and the guy asked for my keys and I told him, well, we're not done with them yet, but like if you want to hang on to them here. Dumbass over here goes and locks my keys into the service department. Let me tell you, the service department was closed and he did not have access to the service department. So my car is unlocked and he locked my keys and my car is still currently on the tow truck. Then they had to try to get my car off of the tow truck without being able to put my car in neutral or turn it on and reverse it out. So the guy's like, Grinding the tow truck, trying to get it to like get my car off. My it sounds like my brakes are about to be like shredded. Yeah, that was scary. I was pissed. I mean, like I went like kind of Karen. I was like, "What is your name? I need your name because I was like, if something's wrong with my brakes, I am not paying for that shit because of your incompetence. Thank you." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Damn, really? Like, go off? Like, what? Yeah, what? Like, made me mad is that like it was just so not managed well, just the whole process, and like the fact that he like locked your keys and your brakes sounded really bad. I was scared for you because you know, like, yeah, it's, my car's my baby, and I yeah. want to be able to drive it longer. But it worked out well because of the recall. I was able to get a new free engine, which is amazing. But I have discovered." <sighs> Here we go. That some things from my car have been stolen. Uh, probably about $700 worth of things. If you know me, you know I love to listen to music and I love to feel music. So <laughs> my car had a 12-inch subwoofer in the back. The subwoofer, the amp, and my ring light were stolen from my trunk. And I noticed it because I was driving and music started playing and I was like, this doesn't sound right. Like, my car has way more bass than this. Mm -hmm. And so when I stopped, I went and I got out and I looked at my trunk. And sure enough, the amp had been unscrewed and, like, taken out of my car. The amp was installed into my car. Like, it is a part of my car. It right. was, like, screwed in and, like, all wired together. They cut the wires and they left hot wires in the back of my car. Had those wires touched, it could have been really bad. I am really not happy with Kia of Franklin. Yeah, I'm going to call you out until you fix this shit because you fucked up and this is your fault. Um, but my car was there for two weeks. So I know for sure night one, it wasn't locked because dumbass locked my keys up. <laughs> he doesn't God. have a name. He's just dumbass. Yeah. Then, That's not, his name. I don't know. They had my car for two weeks. Like, I don't know that they locked my car every day. Well, and you also saw that your dashboard or your glove box was all messed with. Well, yeah, that's, like, that's what I was about to say is, like, yeah. whenever I got my car back, I I noticed things from my, my glove box was on the front seat of my floorboard. Yeah. But I just, like, assumed that, you know, they they were messing with my car and, like, you know, it must have been, like, the people and the employees of Kia. So I didn't really think much of it. Like I remember thinking it was weird, but not enough to where I was like, I need, I should go talk to someone, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once I noticed the base thing it or the sub, it clicked in my mind of, 
oh shit, like that was out because someone broke in and like went through my car. Yeah. Because Kia probably left it unlocked. That makes me so mad. Yeah. So, so I mad. I filed a police report. I'm waiting to hear back from Kia. They're probably never going to reach out to me. But you know what? The police are going to go there tomorrow. So, But you know what? I'm going to make Kia at Franklin. I'm going to make their life a living hell. Yeah. I'm going to go full Karen. Bad feedback their ass. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's all that we have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at You're Not The Worst Podcast. Also, subscribe to us on Apple and follow us on Spotify. And please do not forget to rate and review on Apple. And do not forget we are also on Google and potentially Amazon. And iHeart. Oh, yeah. Also, you can access our stuff through our website as well. Yeah. As always, write in shitty things on our website at www.you'renotthewurst.com. Um, we want to hear your funny stories. We want to share them anonymously, of course. And please just submit your shitty things. We need some content. Help us, you know, just make us laugh. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. It'll be so fun. <laughs> um, also, think about the excitement that you'll feel whenever we read your shitty things. Yeah. And like being featured on our episode. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Please. Yeah, please. Please. Um, Papa, please. <laughs> um, do not forget that we are also on YouTube now. So go look at our YouTube channel. It's you, at You're Not the Worst Podcast. Huh? You, you just said that. Did I? Yeah. God. I, okay. Didn't you? I don't know. Yeah, so our YouTube, it, it's, it's just You're Not the Worst podcast. We have also all of our links in there, too, for every website, platform, whatever. And we have our episodes on there now with video. So go look at that. And as always, we release new episodes every Wednesday. My personal Instagram is RileyNelson18. My personal Instagram is Avery Blessing. Thanks, Thanks. so much for listening. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we both go, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.